Hello, welcome to Straight Out of Sumner. This is Kelly, and I'm here with Sarah today. Good morning. Um, today we are going to talk about immunizations. Um, August is National Immunization Awareness Month, uh, so we do observe that um, to highlight the importance of routine vaccination for people of all ages. So Sarah is here today to talk to us a little bit about all kinds of vaccines. Yes. So as always, I brought you a joke. Okay. Uh, what is the condition of the boy who swallowed the quarter? Mm. No change yet. <laughs> do you look these up before you come? I do. Okay. <laughs> um, so we just wanted to highlight uh, immunizations and we've been doing a lot of back to school shots. So moms, dads, if you haven't got your kiddos in, please give us a call. Let us get you on the schedule. Um, if you're not sure if your child needs shots, we can look that up unless it's at a facility that doesn't participate in WebIZ, but we will help you find the answers to that. So we have had a great turnout for back to school shots. Yes, um, it's been awesome. We did last a uh, half a day last Saturday. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of moms and dads take advantage of that. And yep. That was great to see. Uh, a couple of them that I really wanted to highlight on were meningitis. Um, I know meningitis is kind of a newer vaccine to the general public. Meningitis disease is not anything new, but a lot of parents, if they're not in the medical world, sure. don't really understand what that is, I don't think. So meningitis B is one of the higher risk strains of meningitis, and it's not required for all college students, but it is available for starting at age 16. It is a two-shot series. But I just wanted to kind of go over what meningitis is Absolutely. Today. So meningitis is a serious health condition. It typically hits very quickly, mimics symptoms of the flu, uh, but death can be within hours, which wow. is really scary. So some of the symptoms are a stiff neck, fever, um, headache, body aches, and, you know, you, nausea, vomiting. So it's a little scary to think about what could happen if you don't identify those symptoms right away. Yeah, it is kind of surprising that it's not required just because of um, the symptoms, right? I mean, right. a mom could just think their kid has uh, flu-like symptoms yeah. and it's really meningitis. Yeah, so meningitis, um, the general meningitis shot that covers strains A, C, Y, and W, that is now required oh. for schools in the state of Kansas. Okay. But meningitis B is not. It's optional. So wow. that's why I really wanted to talk about Absolutely. this. So what it is is inflammation of the protective membranes that cover the brain and spinal cord. That's mm -hmm. where all those symptoms come from, the light sensitivity and the headache and the body aches. And it can cause sepsis. Um, amputations wow. are common with it. Uh, but meningitis B, it is very um, transmittable. So it's very contagious. So a lot of the times that... There's a connection between large groups, congregate living, so college students in the dorms, uh, people that are close together. Uh, those that are immunocompromised or those that travel are really at high risk. You think about students in dorms. There's so many kids there. They're not sleeping correctly. You know, they're not right. getting adequate sleep. Their diets are not like good. They <laughs> yes. Pizza and yep. pop. Uh, and it can be transmitted by food, which is pretty rare but person to person is more how it's transmitted there are uh, four different bacteria that cause meningitis the typical ones three of those are vaccine preventable okay awesome. meningitis, 
the pneumonia shot, and Hib. Okay. Homophilus influenzae is one that we start giving when kids are two months old. So if you stay on top of those vaccines, it really knocks the chances down of, Absolutely. of transmitting that. Some ways to avoid meningitis, rest, adequate rest, washing your hands, avoiding ill people, and of course, vaccinating. So if you are questioning whether your kiddo has had that or not, please give us a call. Um, if you have any questions, you don't know if, uh, if they've had both because there are two different ones. There's one for regular, there's just the meningitis shot, and mm -hmm. then there's the meningitis B. So okay. I'm going to throw a, a little question in. We've known, both of us have known an adult that has yeah. gotten meningitis. So yeah. was, did they just determine what? I'm not sure if they ever determined what bacteria that was caused okay. by. But even adults can get right some kind of meningitis. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, okay. Yep. So, and that person was very sick very quickly. Yes. So, the other thing I wanted to talk about was RSV. Okay. And I think that most parents of young children or babies or when you're pregnant, when you hear the word RSV, I think everyone's skin crawls because mm. it it can be very bad Absolutely. very fast just like meningitis but it usually typically targets our younger population and our older population so it peaks in the fall and the winter uh, rsv is a respiratory illness that generally comes with cough difficulty breathing wheezing uh, decreased appetite so you can imagine in those newborns they're young infants decreased appetite when they're taking everything you know by mouth they're yes. getting dehydrated very quickly and they rely on us to give those calories to them mm -hmm. so uh, when they can't breathe their nose is plugged their nose breathers you know it's scary yes it is so rsv is the leading cause of hospitalizations in infants less than one in the united states wow yeah and a scary st statistic to think about is that this RSV causes 16 times higher hospitalization rates than influenza in that population. Wow. Yep. And two-thirds of infants will be will contract RSV in their first year of life. Oh. So, uh, the, the alarming thing to me is 75% of the infants that are hospitalized were born healthier at term. Wow. So, you think about those statistics. Really, it, yes. any infant... You know, up until now, RSV, the vaccine, has been targeted those that were premature yes. or were immunocompromised. But, surprise, yep. uh, a new it doesn't vaccine, discriminate. <laughs> nope. A new vaccine is coming out. Um, it's called Bayfortis, and it is a single-dose vaccine. should be out sometime this fall, this winter. I know it's in the final stages of getting cleared by insurance and getting out there, so we can order that. But it is going to be targeted at um, children, infants, newborns from birth up through 24 months of age. Okay. So really want to hit those kids in their first RSV season, get them thrown, so get them through that first season so that they have some, you know, their Protection. immune system is a little mm -hmm. bit better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, studies have shown that it reduces the chance of bronchitis or pneumonia by 74.9% um, when it's caused by RSV. Good. So 
75 percent yes that's, that's pretty good. good absolutely the other one that's coming out is for adults okay uh you know a lot of people don't realize that rsv can be passed to adults and a lot of times rsv is passed to the children from adults mm. but you and i that's going to be like a typical cold for the older population it can cause pneumonia bronchitis it's a little deeper correct yeah. yeah especially if they have any comorbidities you know lung problems heart problems and so they're generally not well anyway sure so it it really knocks them down too um there is another one coming out supposed to be on shelves. it is it's already on shelves but we should be able to order it by september 1st okay it's targeted at those that are 60 years of age and older and particularly those that have a health condition, like the heart and lung disease that we've talked about. Okay. Uh, the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention says that in the United, in each year in the United States, RSV leads to 60,000 to 120,000 hospitalizations and 6,000 to 10,000 deaths for adults 65 and over. Oh, wow. So those aren't statistics you typically hear. Most people think RSV infants, right. babies. Right. So... The studies have shown that um, for someone that doesn't have co comorbidities, 82.6% efficacy, efficacy. Um, and then 94.6% for those that have a comorbidity. Wow. So that's pretty that high. It's good. really going to protect numbers. those people that have heart and lung problems so they can make it through winter well. Good. And that's so, coming this fall. Yeah. So, of course, uh, we want to really target those people, you know, teach them about pneumonia vaccines, make sure that they're up to date on those as well as influenza and try to get this RSV to them as well so that yes. they can have a healthy winter and be able to be around those grandbabies. Awesome. And I did, um, they do say that you can take them all at the same time. Yep. So yep. you don't have to make several appointments. I think if, if you're wanting them all at once, um, I think you're allowed to or yep. able to. So. Yeah. Okay, did you have anything else on vaccines? No, just call us if you need us to check, your, check and see if you're up to date on vaccines or if you have any other questions. We are here. Okay, that sounds awesome. Um, I also wanted to touch base on a COVID vaccine because it's uh, that time of year again. Um, there will be a new vaccine um, also this fall. Um, we haven't heard or received it yet, um, but it is supposed to protect against the Omicron variant XBB. Okay. Um, so new one coming out. Um, so just to clarify what's currently out. So the original vaccine was called a monovalent. It, it, it protected just against um, one virus, the COVID-19. Um, and then they came out with a bivalent. So it covered a couple of different strands, the original COVID-19 and then the Omicron Omicron variant BA4 and BA5. Um, so some people are still confused about what they can and can't have. So I just recommend um, you call in our office and um, we'll look through your record and just make sure. They do have on the CDC website some pretty nifty printouts if you're unsure. Um, 
what you need, whether you've had a monovalent or a bivalent, um, but just call our office. Um, it's a little touchy with those since there have been so many different ones. And yes. The recommendations have changed several times. Yes. And the, and the newest recommendation is for people ages 65 and older. Uh, they can they have an option to receive an additional bivalent. Usually you just get the one bivalent, but they're recommending that 65 and older get one more bivalent. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we'll wait to hear when it gets a little bit closer to fall. Uh, what they're bringing out. Um, and again, you can get uh, multiple multiple vaccines at the same time. So sh you should be able to get your RSV and your COVID um, all at the same time. I think another great thing to remember is just if you have access to social media, uh, just follow us on our Facebook page. We put updates there. So when any of these new vaccines come out, of course, we'll put information on there or calling us, but I think our Facebook page is a great way to keep up on new things, education. Cheryl does a lot of great yeah, things does. on day-to-day -day or envir environmental um, safety. Absolutely. So kind of keep you up on what's going on in our county. Okay, I love it. Uh, well, thanks for joining me today, Sarah, I'm talking about Absolutely. immunization awareness. Um, and then, like she said, uh, go to our Facebook page, like us there. And then also, um, we have a pretty good website out there, um, www.sumnercountyhealthdepartment.org. Um, and then you can find our Straight Out Sumner podcast on Spotify. Thanks right. for having me. Thank you.